Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. BFFT. From the Pac West Center in downtown Portland, presented by High Caliber Millwrights, here's John Canzano with the Bald Face Truth. Our next guest, he, I think he's a good guy. You know, I'll say that before I start talking about the football. I've talked to Derek Anderson over the years, always loved talking with him, loved the wisdom, the expertise. He's got both feet on the ground. He's got kids, so he can relate to stuff you and I are going through, right? But we're talking about a guy who grew up in Scappoose, Oregon. And he led his high school team to three state championships, three straight state championships. He's also a basketball star. He was the state player of the year in both football and basketball as a senior in high school. Think about that. That guy decided to stay in state and go to Oregon State. He grew up a Beaver fan. He wanted to play for Oregon State. He could have gone anywhere. He decided to stay in state, ended up in the NFL, Pro Bowl in 2007, Browns, Cardinals, Panthers, Bills. What's he doing now? Well, tonight at Scapoose High School, they're doing the coolest thing. They are retiring his jersey number. They are putting him in the Ring of Honor as the first player ever at Scapoose High School to go into the Ring of Honor. They're going to play a football game. They're going to play it on a field that has turf that is partially paid for by Derek Anderson who made a donation to the high school. You're talking about a guy who is loyal to his soil. He stayed in the state of Oregon. He's taking care of his high school. I think they're doing the right thing tonight by retiring his jersey number. And he's joining us now to talk about it. Are you in the state of Oregon now? Did you fly back for this? Yeah, buddy. Uh, thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, yeah, I got in late, late last night and uh, just kind of been hanging all day here at the in-laws' house, getting ready for tonight. I love it. Hey, they're retiring your jersey number, man. How did that feel? When, Like, where were you, and how did you find out they were retiring your jersey? Uh, Sean McNabb, the, uh, my head coach, he just called me randomly on a – I don't even know what day it was. Just kind of started chatting, and then kind of towards the end of the conversation, he's like, hey, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I mean, that's an incredible honor and something that's, you know, really cool. Obviously, uh, no matter where you went to school, it's, you know, it's something special. And, you know, I'm proud to have, you know, grown up here and, uh, you know, come back here. And, you know, it's, a, you know, it's just a special place to me, obviously. It, you know, when you I, – I posted about this, and I, I started getting people who played against you in high school who – remembered you playing in a game uh, back in the day where it was all muddy and rainy and you were in a clean jersey like Derek Anderson never got sacked, you know. It's, and it, it has to be a lot of fun for you to maybe reminisce a little bit. Will you see some of your former high school teammates tonight at Scapoose? Yeah, I think there'll be, you know, a few of them. I've got some messages from guys uh, over the past couple weeks. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really excited. There's a few guys I haven't been able to see over the years and uh you know they all have family or we all have families now and haven't seen their kids so it should be a fun night just to kind of run you know run through some things and you know i got just started thinking today kind of like what i might say tonight and 
got a little emotional. I mean, it, it is because yeah. there's you know a lot of, a lot of hard work that went into it. A lot of you know grinding on that field and that weight room and kind of brought back a lot of cool things. And I don't know how I'm going to do it tonight, but I, I'll somehow make it through. <laughs> I think I think you'll do well, man. I mean, I think you always speak from the heart, and I think you know that that's important. When let's go back to high school. When you were in high school, uh, did you think NFL? Were you thinking like that's my dream? That's where I want to be? And Oregon State was obviously a, a school you rooted for. I mean, did you have it mapped that mapped out, or how did that unfold for you? You know, I. It w- I just happened to be kind of decent at it. I, I really just went and played to be with my buddies, and uh, basketball was kind of my first love. And I got out there, and they flipped me a ball the first day and started teaching me how to run the speed option. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I never, I didn't play quarterback till my freshman year. And uh, so, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was interesting for for sure. But uh, not till probably like after my sophomore, maybe junior year, I was like. And maybe I need to start putting some, you know, serious work into playing football and started doing some camps and, you know, understanding the game a little bit more and uh, ran into Drew Bledsoe. I think I've told you before, but yeah. ran into Drew Bledsoe at a camp and him and his dad worked with me extensively, you know, for five straight days. And then I really just took what they told me and the, the drills and things that they taught me. I took that and I did it every single day or, you know, every day before practice and, really just kind of honed in on it and you know, I'm very appreciative of those guys and always will be. Yeah, you think about the people you encountered, right? You 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 run into the Bledsoe's, you had good coaching in high school, you had people that put their arms around you and supported you and then you get to Oregon State and you know, you get you get Dennis Erickson as a coach and you you get you look up and you got Steven Jackson in the backfield and you you're kind of <laughs> looking around like some things fell together. Hundred percent, and and you said it, you know, quite well. Is you know, I didn't do it on my own. You know, there's a lot of people, and that's kind of my my talk tonight. Is there's a lot of people that helped me uh, get to where I'm at, uh, or was, and you know, it was driving me to games or practices, and you know, there's a lot of other people in this community and in this state that you know really kind of poured into me and gave me an opportunity to do what I did. When were you having the most fun playing football? My mother-in-law just asked me that about an hour ago, and I, we talked about it for about a half hour. And I think, honestly, it was high school because there's you're just going out there and rolling with your boys. There's nothing. There's no stress. There's no pressure. There's, you know, you, at that time I was very confident in my abilities, and you know, you just kind of go out there and all right, boys, we're better than these guys. Just go beat them. Like, and there's nothing better than that. You know, obviously you get to college and things, you know, the intensity picks up and the pressure mounts and. And then you go to the NFL and you're playing for your paycheck every single practice. So uh, it has to be high school. And plus, you know, those those relationships that you have with those guys, uh, they last forever. Regardless if you, you know, don't see them for a while or come back. You know, my center uh, was going through a little bit of a rough time in, in life, of, you know, 2021. And he calls me up. And so I had him come down to Arizona and we spent a week together. And I hadn't seen the guy in five years. So. Wow. Uh, you know, I mean, like that, that kind of bond, that kind of relationship, those things don't, you don't lose those. Derek Anderson with us, uh, Scapoose High School retiring his jersey uh, tonight, putting him in the ring of honor as the first person at Scapoose going into the ring of honor. I know that community is insanely proud of you. Oregon State fans are proud of you. Uh, in the NFL, you last played in Buffalo, I think it was 2018, 2019, did do you miss it? Do you miss camp? Do you miss when games start? Do you kind of turn it on and go, man, I could I do like could you put the helmet back on and go out there one more time? 
I would lo- I would love to. Uh, my son actually said to me last night, asked me why I wasn't playing. We were watching the game on the plane on the way up. He's like, Dad, why don't you play? He's like, I want to watch. And I was like, <laughs> that was the only time that I was like, man, I wish that I would have, you know, kind of hung on a little longer. And, you know, because he was three or, yeah, he was three when I retired. So he barely remembers even going to games. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't miss camp. I, I definitely miss the locker room and I miss being around the guys and, but I, I kind of get my fix a little bit. I, I kind of stay in touch with Josh, and they'll FaceTime me from the meeting rooms and get my little fix here and there, which is kind of nice. Yeah, and I kind of feel like there there's probably someday a place for Derek Anderson, either as a coach or a consultant or working with young QBs, or or maybe it's your kid that you know that that will become a quarterback one day. Like you know, could you see yourself in that coaching role? I'm there right now. I'm coaching two basketball teams and a flag football team. And unfortunately, <laughs> we're on a 515 flight tomorrow morning because we have a 10 o'clock uh, first basketball game for my son and a one o'clock for my daughter. So I, I'm in it. I'm in it. I have I had a wonderful group of boys uh, last year. And, you know, they were they're up in the 8U stuff now. So but I, I really do. I really enjoy the younger kids going out there and kind of just getting them into the game. Uh, I got a bunch of kids on my team last year, uh, huge Buffalo Bills fans, because that was our team. Yep. And so now they're they're all over it, which is which is kind of awesome. What, last night, I mean, the Bills looked like they could do no wrong. The Rams looked like they could do no right. Like, help us understand what we were seeing last night. I thought it, Josh played incredible. Obviously, uh, Collinsworth told everybody about it the whole time. But he, uh, he made unbelievable decisions. Uh, he's grown so much. You know, early on, it was everything you wanted to throw down the field, down the field, down the field. You know, and he he really just worked underneath and, you know, took his opportunities when they were down the field. And, you know, defensively, uh, that defense is going to be nasty the whole year. I mean, they rotated that defense. My guy, Poyer, got a pick. Uh, You know, I I just think that they've they've built a strong culture in that locker room, and it doesn't matter the guys that you bring in, they they get on board quickly. You know, there's no, like – uh, they're bouncing around. They're in there. They know what they're there to do. They're there to win a championship, and it's and it's spoken out loud. And, and I think that that culture will take them a long ways. Give us an idea, because you know you we we've seen teams that win Super Bowls that are incredibly talented, and they seem to not come back the next season. Maybe with the edge they had before. Conversely, the way that Buffalo lost last year in the playoffs, I have to think those guys were thinking about it all off season. Hundred um, percent. It is very difficult, and you know I've been on a, was lucky to be on a lot of pretty dang good teams. And uh, you know, one thing that we always said going into the off season is you, you got to start over. You got to you really got to start over and start with the basic day one install stuff because you didn't get there. You didn't just finish. You know, you get to where you finished last season. You got to start the whole process back over and kind of forget everything that you did. Um, and I think that's where the teams that you see, they come back the next year and go eight and five or eight and seven or whatever the heck it is now. You know, it's uh, it's just they get complacent and don't really put the work in. I saw it firsthand with our team in Cleveland. You know, it was there was half the guys were on board and understanding that we need, you know, really needed to dig in, and there was half the guys that were like, oh, we got it. Well, and then we went out the next year and we were five and twelve or whatever the heck it was. <laughs> yeah. I, I always look so at it's it's it's, tough. it's yeah, just I, hard. It, it really is. It is hard. 
and you know everybody in that league is good. I mean, you you look around and there's so many talented, amazing players. Give us an idea of a guy that you think doesn't get a fair shake with fans. Who pops into mind when I say that? That fans don't understand how talented this person is. They or they or maybe they're too hard on this person. Who is that guy? Mm, the first guy that kind of comes to mind is Derek Carr. To be honest, um, you know, I think he's a fantastic player. He's a you know great leader. I know a lot of guys that played with him that really like him uh, because he's not real fancy. He's not a huge name that really the NFL kind of pushes. He kind of gets bagged on a little bit, but I think he's you know he's a fantastic player, and I, I think he's going to do some awesome things this year. Derek Anderson with us. Scapoose High School retiring his jersey number. Now, is it 14 that's going up there? Like no one else will wear 14. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. The uh, kind of wish I would have wore the three the whole time, but uh, 14 the only jersey that they had available my my uh, freshman year, and I just stuck with her. <laughs> Do you know if there's a <laughs> is is there a kid right now wearing 14 that you're gonna have to take the jersey off him and say sorry, bud, you can't wear it anymore, or what's going on? Uh no, they it hasn't been worn for since I was here, but there's been a there was a few kids that. Uh, I think tried or wanted to because uh, early on, like a lot of the younger kids in town, you know, and Pop Warner and stuff started wearing 14, and then they got there and like, and coach just never gave it to them. But <laughs> kind of kind of a cool deal, you know, it's because I know a lot of the kids in this community, and it, it's it is really cool. Yeah, it's interesting to me for me because I covered you as a college kid, and then I watched you grow, and insanely proud of what you did in the NFL. And I got to be honest with you, like I know there were hard times. I talked to you, and I think after uh, you know that Cleveland experience where you had made the Pro Bowl in '07, and then it got dark, and you know you 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 came on this show and you talked about that, and I think that helps people to hear, like even NFL players can have dark times or struggling times that they have to get through, and I think that means a lot for people that, you know, may have been going through some stuff that, you know, you, I remember you coming on and talking about, you know, thinking about quitting and, you know, not, you know, it wasn't any fun anymore. And you got through that. You end up in Arizona, Carolina, Buffalo. I mean, you played for a whole bunch more after that. Yeah, it was hundred percent. Yeah. We've talked about it before, but yeah, I got in a tough spot mentally. You know, I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself to, succeed uh you know it was something i loved and i was really having a hard time on and off the field and it, it just it kind of beats you up you know you you set an expectation for yourself and you can't get to that point where you know you could you know you know you're there you know you want to be there and it's hard to kind of get back and then you get throw a bunch of other self-inflicted curveballs in there and uh you end up with some some bad seasons and but Ultimately, in the end of it, I, you know, I got to when I got after Arizona, I just kind of came home. I I was like, if I really want to do this for an extended period of time, I got to recommit myself to you know what I'm doing in the off season, you know what I'm doing with my buddies in the off season, um, you know. And I got, I got another what seven years out of it after that. So uh, you know, it's just it's just a it's a mental battle at times. <laughs> Well, you look at how long you played, right? And I, you're in the you're in the top one percent for having a career that long. And I know that, like you know, you probably think about the things that you didn't do, but look at the length of time you had. If I had gone to Derek Anderson as a sophomore in high school and said, "Look, you know, you're going to come into the league in '05. You're not going to leave till after 2018." That's that's a win, man. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I will say that my after my second year, my goal, I wrote it on, I wrote it down. I was like, I'm going to play until I'm 31. That was my goal. So, like, in my brain, I'm like, okay, I'm going to play to 31. And then I was not close to getting there. You know, I was getting close to going home and doing whatever. And, and that was the, about the time that I was like, okay, we got to restart and we got to do it. And ended up getting to the Super Bowl with the Panthers and, and made some memories that, you know, I'll never forget. Uh, you know, Buffalo was one of the funnest years I had, just being able to watch Josh, watch him work. And then when I was there, being able to – talk to him and let him understand like, Hey, listen, I was here. Clearly he's better than me, but I'm, I was here and these little tiny things over the course of time can catch up. And all of a sudden you're back to zero again. And so just being able to kind of just share my experiences over the 13 years at the time when I was with him was something that felt good, felt good for me. And, you know, and he and I've had a fantastic relationship ever since then. Cam Newton, you played with him, you were teammates, you got to know him well. If he doesn't have that shoulder injury, wh- what are we talking about with his career? He's no question first ballot Hall of Famer. No question. Uh, one of the saddest things that I had to watch, honestly. I, I knew he was hurt. I tried to talk to him off the ledge and be like, dude, I got these. I can play these last five games like just stop go get your shoulder fixed yeah. he's just such a competitor and uh you know it, it hurts me to you know to have seen his potential and what he did i mean what he did in such a short time span too is incredible um but had he had another four or five years of the consistency and the way that he was playing and his ability to throw the football there's no question in my mind he'd be first ballot hall of famer all right your beavers are playing at fresno state tomorrow you're probably going to pay attention hey, to that place yeah, <laughs> I was there. I was there, man. <laughs> I, I'm not reminding you. <laughs> I was there, though. Let me ask you. You like what you saw in week one? I did. I did. Uh, I got to watch the whole game. I, you know, I think they did a lot of uh, really good things. Uh, Trent Bray has got the defense rolling. You know, I just that was one of the things I was most excited about. Honestly, is Trent's opportunity. Obviously, playing with him and being friends and doing lots of cool stuff with him, uh, just to see what he was going to do. You know, he's been waiting a long time, uh, but the defense looks solid. I don't honestly, I don't think Boise was very good, um, which is fine. But uh, it's a, it's definitely a great start to the season and things for them to build on. All right, uh, congrats to you. This is a big night. Uh, happy for you and your family. I'm glad that you guys are doing well and the kids are doing well and that you're coaching. Uh, that's where you belong around kids in uh, sports, and I, I think it's great that you're going out and Scapoose High School's retiring your jersey, and uh, it's it's all great, man. We'd love to have you back on at some point to talk some football, see how you're doing. But DA, I appreciate you making time for us. Thank you, bud, and it's always good. And uh, yeah, like once we get into this little uh, little season a little longer, let's uh, let's catch up. Yeah, I want to know what you think. I want you to watch, kind of watch Oregon State, Oregon. Tell me what you you know. Did you watch the Ducks in Georgia? I did. What did you see? I, I was early on in the game. I was texting my buddies. I'm like, dude, there's guys wide open all over the field. I'm like, this could be a massacre soon. <laughs> yeah. What was and going it, on there? In I mean, your it mind? Just, it just, I, I just think just, the talent's not there yet. I mean, yeah. you go to the, the Southeast and you, I mean, I was there when I was in Charlotte and just watching these guys uh, come in every single year, SEC player after SEC player. And I'm like, you're not even the best player on your team. 
you're not even close to the best player on your team, and you start for us. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I mean, there's just a huge, huge gap that the West Coast needs to close, and until they can start snagging some of those big-time linemen, those, you know, it's going to be a struggle. I mean, you just those are the biggest, the fastest, you know, big skill, you know, defensive linemen, offensive linemen that you're going to find in the country, and we can't get them yet. <laughs> DA, you have a good night. Enjoy the celebration. You deserve it. Thank you, buddy. Always right. good. We'll talk soon. Okay. Derek Anderson, there he is, former Pro Bowl quarterback, NFL, Beaver, Scapoose High School doing a good thing tonight, retiring the jersey number 14. Leave it here. You got the BFT. Back to the bald Face Truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. Really good interview with Derek Anderson, the pride of Scapoose High School. If you missed it, get the podcast. Anna's popped into the studio. Anna, did you hear that interview or you miss it? I heard the tail end of it, yeah. He was really good. Steven, did you like it? I did, yeah. I thought he was very uh, very intriguing. He's. I feel like when I'm talking to him, he's sitting around a campfire and, you know, he's having a beer <laughs> or, you know, whatever you do around a campfire. And he's just telling us stories about the NFL. Uh-huh. And Cam Newton and Josh Allen and, you know, the guys that he's played with. and uh, But his high school is retiring his number tonight. Scapoose High School, first number they've ever retired. They're doing that. Anna happens to be a big deal at Park Rose High School, guys. Oh, stop. Um, She's in the Hall of Fame. We can gloss right over that. What makes a good interview? I'm curious. When you say, oh, that was a good interview. Um, I, it, it, it isn't. It didn't matter that he was an NFL former NFL player. That's okay. not the reason. Right. Some people go, oh, yeah, because I've interviewed pro athletes who are terrible interviews. Yeah. Okay, so that has, that's not the thing. Right. The thing is how candid they're willing to be, how authentic they're willing to be. Will they let their guard down a little bit? Mm -hmm. And I feel like people listening to that interview heard him. I thought one of the best parts was when he was talking about coaching his kids' teams and coaching flag football and coaching basketball and he's coaching a girls team and he's coaching a boys team and so you get kind of a feel of who he is and he's talking about his son who is like three years old when he retired in 2018 his son on the plane last night was saying you know dad why aren't you playing I would want to see you play hmm. and then the dad in him we can all relate to this wanting to please your kids or wanting to have your kids be proud of you he says that's he goes that was one of the first times I said gosh maybe I should be playing <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's something about parenting where you, you want your kids to be proud of you or you want it like you want to do it for them. Yeah. So I heard that in him. And then he talked about the most fun he was having was in high school. Mm -hmm. You know, you, the, the NFL. And I've heard this from numerous players. It's the dream. It's the destination. It's the goal. But once you get there, it is it'll slap you right in the face and say, hey, you know, Everything you've done before here doesn't matter. You're fighting for your job every single day, every meeting, every practice. And yeah. there's a pressure there that I don't think the rest of us, a lot of us don't have that pressure Yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, just the threat that you can get cut at any moment, you know, and the next person can replace you and wants to replace you. Yeah, and, and that is a ticking clock. Like you yeah. walk into the room and you have a clock around your neck and it's ticking down. Mm -hmm. But And people will say stuff like, well, they make so much money. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, but that's the natural reaction. That is, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, 
most of us, when we go to work, we have to perform. I have to perform on the show. Yeah. Okay? I have to write and write well mm -hmm. or people aren't going to read me. Yeah, that I, part of it yeah. everybody can relate you to. You relate to that. Yeah. But what you don't relate to is the idea that, you know, somebody's coming for your job every day mm -hmm. and it's going to end. It's a matter of when. And, oh, by the way, this is your dream. <laughs> Enjoy it, damn it! it be, because the players, by and large, I don't think they have. I think every. I think if you ask NFL players when the most fun they were having was, I don't think any of them are going to say right now in the really? NFL. Really? I don't think any of them are going to say that. Wow. I don't know, Stephen. You've been around a lot of NBA players. You get the idea that those guys are having a blast, or would they like to go back to like junior high and just play? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's because now it's more of a business, right? Like it's your job, and you take it very seriously. So. It's on your mind all the time where when you're a kid, I mean, you're literally playing just for the fun of the game, right? Like I see my kids go out and play soccer and it's like, yeah, it's more fun when they win, but they're also just having fun with their friends. So I think there is, there is a little bit different. I, I kind of agree with you. Our, our kids also play because we say you're playing. That's the end of the discussion. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> that's how I don't want to play soccer. Well, you're playing. We signed you up. <laughs> Get out there and get your shin guards on. Well, and I think with, like, the NFL and, to some extent, the NBA, too, it's just the constant battle against injury because the NFL is just such a brutally physical game that, you know, you're just trying to ward off a career-ending injury every time you practice or play, right? Yeah, I, th I think that's a big part of that, yep. yep. And Derek Anderson, <laughs> my favorite part of the interview, aside from when he was talking about his kids, it was when I asked him about Oregon State going to Fresno State, and he cuts me off, and he goes, I hate that place. <gasps> really? Because Why? when he last visited there, <laughs> I think it was 2003. Yeah. See, Oregon State's 0-6 at Fresno State. Really? I T didn't know that. It's a tough place to play. 0-6? It's a tough place to play. They don't joke <laughs> around over there. I'm Jeez. telling you. It, but here's the thing. He went there in 03. Oregon State was favored. Oregon State was probably the better team. Yeah. He had a horrendous game. He was like 14 of 48. I'm going off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. I'll look it up and see how close I am. Yeah. He threw five interceptions. Oh. Okay. After the game, and, and I've joked about him about this. Like, I've talked with him about this over the years. After the game, Derek Anderson got on the bus. He didn't go to the locker room and change. He got on the bus with his shoulder pads and his helmet on, okay? We were all wanting to interview him. Uh -huh. I wanted to talk to him. Uh -huh. I wanted to be like, hey, what happened? What went wrong? And he did not get off the bus. He wouldn't get off the bus. I was standing outside his window, like outside the locker room. He's on the bus. He's got his helmet on. He just was like, get me out of here. He could not leave that place fast enough. Five interceptions. Wow. I want to go home. <laughs> this sucked. That's and brutal. it was... Uh, it was difficult. It was a difficult season because I think there was a lot of pressure on him, but there was also, uh, I think it was it was a tough thing to do to go there. And so he cut me off and he goes, "I hate that place." <laughs> so wow. yeah, I pulled I, up the stats for him: fifteen for forty-four, two hundred eighty-five yards, one touchdown, five interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, not bad. And not no post-game interview. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I remember saying, I remember telling him after I said I lost a lot of respect for you. <laughs> that you would after you throw five touchdowns, you're happy to talk. Right. At five interceptions, you won't get off the bus, you know. Hey, he's but human. He was, you know, he's a kid mm -hmm. at the time. All right. Mm -hmm.
I want you to start lining up. It's a Friday. We're going to play What's Your Peeve coming up. What's bothering you? Derek Anderson getting his jersey retired. That's not my peeve. But you can have a peeve today. Tell me what your peeve is. 503-417-7575. We'll share ours. Line up now. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.